You are now listening to the Claim It Podcast with me, your host, Trisha Huffman, your joyologist. The purpose of this podcast is to support you in having more compassion for yourself, to get out of your own way, to, you know, just see that you're never stuck where you are. And I hope that you get some bit of inspiration from it, whether it's listening to a guest life journey or a solo episode with me. Today, we have a solo episode and I, wow, I haven't done one in a little while. Well, I did release a special one this past Thursday, did an extra release to announce that my first book, F the Shoulds, Do the Wants, Get Clear on Who You Are what you want and why you want it is officially available to order now at all booksellers everywhere, international. So amazing. The book comes out May 10th, um, but pre-orders are really important to show that people are interested. So they make sure to actually print enough and carry them in the stores, not just online, but in-person stores, which is so awesome. Uh, I want that, you know, how cool to be able to walk in and see my book. But also again, like I said this in that episode, that's how it reaches more people, right? Online, if people are going to buy it, maybe because it's been shared, so maybe they saw it shared online, but they're looking for it. But when you're in a store, you could just stumble across books and be like, oh, this looks interesting. And so the amount of people it could impact from simply being in a physical store. So <laughs> go ahead and pre-order it if you haven't and um, and go to ftheshouldsdothewants.com. You can find you know links to retailers or you can just enter that wherever you like to buy books, you know, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. You can go to this thing called uh, Indie. Oh, I'm blanking on what it's called. I have it linked on the site, uh, Indie Bound. And it will show you local independent bookstores near you that you can order from and spend your money with. But then you go back to that page, scroll down to the bottom, and there is um, you enter your information to be able to get the pre-order bonuses. So as a thank you for ordering early, I have got three pre-order bonuses. One, you get f immediate access to five bonus videos that taking you through some different things. You're going to get an EFT tapping meditation from Jessica Ortner and a free ticket to the virtual book release party workshop where Robin Euclid and Jason Mraz will be joining me. Okay. <laughs> now I want to get to today's topic or topics because, you know, I can wander around when it's just me by myself. I mean, I wander around when I'm talking to other people. But yay, thank you so much, first of all, if you've already ordered the book. If not, please order it. It means so much to me. And again, you get some pre-order bonuses. Um, so today, I wanted to get real with you about some things I'm going to work on implementing into my life. I know in, um, you know, the real current life conversation I had with Jackie Carr a couple of months ago, you know, we were sort of talking about this. She was trying to be more of a do less person. Now that wasn't really much of her personality type. And I sort of have naturally always flowed in my own life of like having these like, okay, be productive. And then like, whoo, go through an ebb of like, just be laying low. And so I am still in this ebb 
Uh, and it feels good and trying to not feel like you should be getting more done, Trisha, or you should have done this by now because I'm getting the things done that need to be done. I've met like deadlines and I am doing things, but, um, yeah, it's still, we're practically into mid February now. And, uh, it still just feels like, wait, what have I been doing for months? Because December was kind of like, oh, the kids are out of school. Um, you know, a couple weeks of like not focusing on business stuff, but also not just on business stuff, but even like my own like personal, you know, just me and my life focusing on me stuff because I've got the kids all the time. And then January just felt like a very slow, funky, and I'm not someone who puts the pressure on the new year, which I said in the new year episode. Um, so I really didn't have pressure on January, but then it is like February now. And it is like I have said in many times that because my birthday being February 10th, it kind of always, that's what felt like my like fresh start. What will I want for the new year and this? And I'm not someone who's super strict about setting goals or intentions or that. But, you know, I do love to use my birthday as a reflection place. And usually when I am in a place of reflection, then it can come into like, oh, right. Like, what do I want to be doing more of? What do I want to spend less time doing? What am I ready to, you know, shift and change? So that naturally happens, um... And I guess that's where I am. But <laughs> my birthday, I had planned that launch and then um, kids and stuff. So yeah, anyway, I'm just in this mode now of like, all right, Trisha, you're like, yeah, like I have my book coming out this year and that's huge. Um, and something I've now been working on for years. Like I've been saying I was going to write a book for years, but like the process of getting a book deal <laughs> and writing a book is years, which is amazing. I have so much respect for anyone who puts any like creative project out into the world for how much time and commitment it takes. Um, so obviously that's a big thing and there's things around that, but just like taking time to look deeper. And I have been for the last, you know, month plus sort of just been noticing. And I think I mentioned this, I don't know. I mentioned this before too, but like sometimes when things are good, I spend less time focusing on even like, what do I want to shift and change and edit, right? Like when I can tell I'm not really feeling great about my life or like, oh, I wish I could escape this or <laughs> I wish this was different. When I have a very clear like something that's rubbing against me, then it makes me be more intentional and start things differently. I think that makes sense. But things are going good. And so, and that it is, and with that, there's so many challenges still. So it's not like, well, things are so epically amazing, but like really, you know, things are good. I moved a year ago. I was still living somewhere I didn't really want to live. And um, even though I was no longer in my relationship, we were co-parenting in the same house. Uh, my birthday last year, I came up to the area I live now where one of my best friends had moved and she had like a COVID safe pizza party with just a couple people in the backyard. And somebody had asked me this time, like, what do you want to happen by this time next year? And again, since I knew my book was already happening, like I had my edit, my due date was in a couple months. Like I'd already had the book deal. Like I was so like, well, that's like a huge thing. Um, but I'd said, well, I don't know, like, 
maybe, I don't think it's possible by next year, but like maybe in a couple years, I would be love to be able to move here. I really love it here. And I was so like hesitant, even me saying that in maybe it could be possible in a few years, I don't know, move here. Like I felt so like awkward and vulnerable saying that out loud, but that was the truth. I wanted to live there. And then within a couple months, I shifted my mindset, my everything. And I was like, I am moving to this town. And I'm, and it was, it took so much <laughs> to be able to, to do that in so many different ways. And I set like goals for myself and like, this is what I got to do and this. And I was just so committed. Uh, and it was not easy besides just like saying I wanted to like just finding a rental and getting approved. Um, but the other pieces of it, and I did it and I am so happy. I'm so happy that we have shifted our relationship to being co-parents. I'm so happy to be in this town that I love. I'm so happy to have my kids in schools in this town. Like there, But there's obviously so much more room for growth in different areas of my life and more joy and more expansion. Uh, but I have been just in the like, oh, this is good. And it is feels so much better to me than my life had for years without realizing it. Like my life wasn't bad before. I thought my life was good. It was good. I had a great place to live. There's so many good things about where I was and that home. And that's where I think, you know, it can be this challenge where, <laughs> like I said, I can feel within me these like, okay, Trisha, it's time to like start expanding even more to get a little bit more uncomfortable, to get a little bit more out of your own way. But it's like, well, this is good. Um, in some ways I've been noticing lately that I like limit myself is even, you know, I'll walk beyond social media and see somebody showing their amazing house, whether it's somebody that like just redid it and they live some, you know, like by themselves, by their hand or, or just whatever. We can see into the lives of people so much now. And I don't feel pangs of jealousy. I'll be like in awe and wonder of, wow, look at the house like that. That's such a beautiful house. I can't imagine what a living in a house like that would be like. And I notice that my mind will automatically go to, or like whether it's somebody who's, you know, like has these awesome outfits and then she's like trying on different outfits or whatever. And again, I don't go into like jealousy or, oh, I wish that was me or why is this girl showing out of her clothes or anything? I notice that I go to, wow, that's so incredible. Like I can't imagine having like all those clothes that are fun and that you love. <laughs> and it's not in a sad way. Like it's really just like, wow, how cool. And so I've been noticing that and sort of being like, Trisha, hmm. Maybe start to think about things differently. Like, so when I now see that to when that comes in and be like shifting to, oh, yeah, I can live in a house like that one day if I want. You know, like, it's again, like, I'm not like I need a beautiful house and an amazing wardrobe in order to make me feel enough, worthy, joyful, successful. <laughs> I know that. And like, so again, like, I am happy as I am. I feel successful. I feel worthy. I feel enough, even though, of course, there's so many more things I would love to accomplish. And I would love my book to be a New York Times bestseller. And I would love all of these things. But like that I really sit with, and it's a daily, like, you know, it's like work, but like, because of 
all the things that I've gone through and the work that I've done and the way that I study my own mind that I really do live in this place of being (laughs) fulfilled and joyful enough. And so then at the same time, I'm like, but right, maybe it's time for you to start striving for more and allowing yourself (laughs) more because that's where it is. It's like, am I limiting myself from experiencing more abundance, more bliss, more joy? more fun because I'm like, oh, I'm so good where I am. Wow. Look at that. I made it here. Do you guys understand that? Girls, people, humans, do you humans understand that? Me still trying to work on not saying guys all the time, (laughs) which that's what I do. If you all haven't noticed from listening to me, I pay attention to what I'm saying. Meaning though, things come out of my mouth and I'm like, that's not what I wanted to say. Or wait, that sounded that way. And instead of like beating myself up for it, I'll just be like, oh, right, you're working on not saying that. So just I automatically correct it. And I think that that really helps me to correct the things that I want to correct more than just being like, oh, next time, hopefully I won't say that. But yeah, I try not to like, let me say, hey, guys, all the time. <laughs> um, but anyway, do you understand this like interesting place where I find myself <laughs> But anyway, when I see these things now and I realize that I immediately come from a place of that is so far from what I will ever experience in my life. Like, sure, I might go to someone's house and that's what it looked like. And sure, I might have friends that, you know, can have clothes like that. And I'm not even talking about like, you know, like dressed, you know, fancy (laughs) Just like cool everyday clothes that feel like stylish and together and like awesome and comfortable. Um, but that I like automatically in my mind, again, there's like this still like sort of like, oh, well, you'll never have access to that. But how cool is that? And so trying to shift my mindset right away is that when I see those things and want to go into that, just be like giving myself space to be like, oh, wow. Yeah, like one day I will look at my wardrobe like that. Or, yeah, maybe one day I'll live in a house like that where it's not even like I have to live in a house like that or I have to have that wardrobe and I would feel good about myself. But just giving myself this slice of possibility instead of where it comes from, there's no way I could ever have that to, oh, that's so amazing that that's what that looks like for them. That's what their amazing vacation is and not like, oh, wow, I can't imagine being able to afford a vacation like that. To, yeah, one day... One day, you know, like, I bet I'll be able to do that or just something this like gentle way of accepting it. So, so that's one thing. And then, like I said, I've been noticing like, it's time for me to get a little uncomfortable. (laughs) And, uh, you know, whether that's just, again, I'm so comfortable, like being alone, (laughs) Still, we're in the pandemic. Um, you know, I also, I have the kids full-time during the week most weeks, and then they go to their dads on the weekends. And sometimes I have plans on the weekends, and sometimes I don't. And I just, like, rest, relax, you know, do things that are good for me, like my favorite things, cook, you know, maybe do a little bit of work, and, like, maybe be social. But I don't honestly really do much, and I'm okay with that. Um, but was like, all right, Trisha, like – Again, just trying to create some more expansion and open yourself up to more possibilities. And so it is like, okay, I don't sound that I want to like party at night or this, but like, what if I, you know, 
And it could just even be like, sometimes it's, you know, I like to do work with small goals. So trying to figure out if it's like once a month, you got to go to a different part of town or, you know, because again, if I say once a week, which would likely be on the weekend, like get out of your town that you love (laughs) and go to a different area and do something, whether it's like get a meal out, get a coffee, do something like that feels doable. And so again, um, so I might go with week month feels bigger. Cause then it could be like a field trip. So even like, Oh my gosh, cross all the way down to the beach. So I'm sort of giving my assignment myself like a, like an easy assignment <laughs> to get out of the way. And I think many of us, you know, too, it can be like, I, I grew up with this fear of spending money um, which I've talked about before. And so again, it can be like, oh, but that's going to whatever. So again, if it's just sort of like, even if it's like, oh, you need to go grocery shopping anyway, which I mean, I mostly order on Instacart because that just helps my sanity. But like, oh, if I'm going to go to Trader Joe's, maybe go to the Trader Joe's in a different town or whatever. So things like that can be a playful way to like give yourself a little bit different surroundings. You might think that sounds really inconvenient, but it could just be if like, oh, if specialty tea or whatever is your thing, then like just trying to like, instead of going to the same place, where can I go differently? Um, and yeah, I'm just trying to like get back into different sort of like routines for me. I love my walks and I noticed there was like a chunk of time where I really wasn't taking walks. Oh, well, probably was when we were, (laughs) well, the kids were home and then we had quarantine because one of my kids had COVID and then, um, yeah. So then again, I get out of the habit of taking the walk, which the walk is not just for my physical health, but it just, it helps mental health. And you all have probably seen I'll share on Instagram reels, like my wonder walks. And that's really fun. (laughs) And I I love to like, yeah, like just pay attention to the cool stuff around my neighborhood. And so that's a fun thing, you know, wherever you live too, you just take a walk and like notice, oh, wow, look at this berry-like thing growing from this tree. Look at this. Look at how this person arranged their front yard, whatever. So Again, trying to get walks back in, and I'm someone where it's like routines really um, work for me, but then I also sort of don't like, like rebel against a routine. (laughs) So trying to figure out, oh, where is the best time in my day to take this walk? That feels good. Or And again, since I can rebel against routine, that a lot of times for me, it can be like giving myself a couple options. Right. So whether it's like drop the kids off at school and then right away go for a walk. But a lot of times I want to like go right away to do some work. So maybe it's like a lunchtime walk or maybe it's a this. So sometimes giving myself a couple options is helpful for me because we can be like, oh no, I didn't do that today when I was going to do it. So I messed up. I missed out. So I have to try again tomorrow. Like we will feel like if we didn't do the thing when we told ourselves we were going to do the thing, then we just like failed and we'll have to keep trying again and we just end up not doing it ever. So to give myself different options. And again, of course, the any minutes is more than no minutes. So it's not like I have to go for a 30 minute walk. You can just go for a five minute walk around like the circle of where you live, the circle, the block. Um, Something else I'm wanting to bring back. Oh, I'm going to switch my words there. I'm wanting to bring back to something else I am bringing back into my routine is 
several years ago. This is when I was like felt really like stuck. I think my kids were still pretty young. And so I was very much like in like, I just want to be a mom mode and then coming into, no, I want to be creating and doing more, but feeling this like stuckness about it. Um, And so I started most nights and mornings, I had my I am notepad from my shop and I would leave it even on top of my bed or on my nightstand with a pen so that it would be really hard for me to miss it. And it was just to write three I am statements every morning and night. Again, sometimes I forgot it. So most mornings and nights. And it wouldn't, so those were not just affirmations like I am worthy of everything I want, but they were more like future statements, so things that I wanted for myself in my life and writing them in present tense. And this helped me because I was, like I said, stuck about like, I don't even know, I have these like cravings to do more and offer more and be more of service and blah, 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 but I don't know where to start or who I even am anymore. Um, So just by writing these three statements, it would make me stop and think. And sometimes they could be the same ones I would write, you know, in the morning and night for several days. Sometimes they would shift. So of just like what was coming out. And again, I top often use two like doubts and fears and turn them around. So it could be like, I am paying my bills with ease. I am a New York Times bestseller. I am a top podcast host. And that might have been you know, that was definitely before I wrote my book proposal. But then again, so I would rewriting that continually. And so then it would make me be like, okay, so what am I going to do about that? Like if I really want to be an author, a published author, and one that would hopefully, you know, make it on lists that would make it be a more visible book to change more people's lives, you're going to need to start somewhere. And so like really doing that practice is what got me like, all right, so I need to like sit down and figure out what I'm going to write this first book about and then write the book proposal. But so the three I am statements, again, so they don't have to be, you could write the same three and you can put in like an affirmation one there too. Like I am abundant, I am magic, I am whole, I am at ease with where I am in my life. But I love to use it for the purpose of, you know, envisioning something you want and saying it as if it is already happening now. Like I am in a relationship where I feel heard and seen and valued. If you are someone who is wishing you were in a relationship that, you know, a good relationship. Um, You know, if you are like wanting to call in friendships, like, I am so grateful for my friends that are always there for me when I need them and, you know, inspire me and empower me. So in different ways of your life, saying these things, and so this small, small, small thing of writing three I am sentences, morning and night, morning or night, um, can just like plant these seeds throughout you through the day and get you thinking differently of like, yeah, what do I want? in all areas of your life. So I'm going to start doing that again, and I'm really excited about it. That is also why in my daily connection journal, it has the three I am statements is on the very top. And again, you can use those as affirmations, but the way that it got brought into that daily connection journal was for me doing that regular practice. So I'm going to start doing that again. I would love for you all to join it. And you know, for me, it worked to do it Like I said, to have it, I would put it, make my bed and put it on my bed. So it was like, I couldn't miss it and then wake up and it's right there. 
But with anything, when you're trying to like add into your life, I do, you know, I know that there is someone who is like called it habit stacking. And this was something that I just did years ago because it would make me actually like do things. You know, it's the same thing I've always said to if you're trying to use affirmations to have the practice of every time you go to the bathroom (laughs) and you're washing your hands to say affirmations because that's something that you do all day long and we forget to do the things that we want to do. So linking it with something you regularly do. So you look at yourself in the mirror, say your affirmation. So if that doesn't work for you with like the journal on, you know, a journal or notepad, you can just use a blank notepad to do these three I am statements. Then bringing it as like, oh, I do this with my morning coffee and my evening tea or, you know, like something like that. So it'll be linking it with something that you already do. So yeah, I'm just looking at, okay, I'm hoping that's going to like show me some things that I want to start to like do. And yeah, I just feel like it's time for me to be getting a little bit more uncomfortable in my life. (laughs) And um, I know that's going to be happening in my like business life because now that again, the book is officially for sale, then I'm going to be, I need to market the book myself. So I'm going to be needing to reach out to other podcasts and you know, places to be like, hi, I have a book coming out. I would love to talk about it. So I'm going to be like, that's an uncomfortable thing to be like constantly putting yourself out there. Like, please care about me. Please want to have me on your show. Please this. Um, But yeah, I'm like, what? I feel like I'm ready for other ways to get uncomfortable in my life. Um, And so yeah, like fun, fun stuff to do that too can just be like, talking to a stranger at least, you know, once, well, I was going to say every day, but a lot of us who are home all the time, it's like, oh, once a week or something like that. Like these fun ways that maybe you can join me along with that too is like, what's a way that I can get uncomfortable in my life? And it doesn't mean like you're torturing yourself. Like I'm going to do 500 squats today. That'll be uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh, speaking of, I'll talk about something like that later. But like these just different things that get you out of your regular day-to-day because then it will just maybe open up something within you. So that's me looking for ways to get a little bit uncomfortable in my day-to-day to see like for more expansion, more joy, more fun in my life. Um, the squat thing did make me think about, uh, I've always been someone like, who like cardio, cardio, cardio. Like, you know, I felt like I grew up with diet culture and like, okay, you need to exercise to try to maintain weight or lose weight or whatever. And everything was about cardio. And I never really did much. I remember belonging to a gym in Chicago where I went to college and like, you know, like learning the weight machines, but feeling weird about it. And then I did yoga for a long time, which was really like strengthening for me. Like, but I would do be doing, you know, hour long classes, like five days a week or teaching them when I was on tour doing that. I do yoga now, but not that. And I'm kind of like over vinyasa. Like, you know, I'm like, I don't want to do another like vinyasa like ever again in my life. I'm sure I will, but I just, I'm like, I've done yoga for 20 years. So please, I don't want to do the chaturanga upward dog, downward dog thing. (laughs) So I'm, even though I like still have yoga in my life, I'm not like, let like, you know, going for it. But that was really a strengthening thing. So anyway, like been learning more about, right, okay, I think my body needs strengthening and it does feel good, but again, it's out of my comfort zone. So that's something I've been trying to add in. It's like, okay, even if I do 10 strength classes, 10, no, 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 
10 minute. If I do a 10 minute strength training class, you know, like three days a week or something. So I'm trying to add that in and see how my body feels with that. Because I do notice um, I have a Peloton, so I use a Peloton membership, and there's all sorts of classes like strength training ones. And but when or they have you know bike boot camp where there is strength stuff, and I feel so great. I love how my body feels after those classes, but I'm always like, Ugh. but I do want to experiment. Like okay, if you know for a month, uh, you know I commit to just even doing like three 10 minute classes, or you know focusing on things like how how differently will that, will I feel in my body? Um, and how will that like help my body and support my body? And, um, so that's something that I'm going to try to do. And so again, I have to figure out a way to like make this be like easily for me to commit to that, (laughs) to make it just be like, oh, right. It's, It's like an every other day thing or whatever, a time of the day. Like for me, picking times of the day for to do thing is somewhat helpful. But that made me think of this is just something interesting and I am not up for it, but I keep thinking of it. Somebody who I saw somebody share this story of this woman who, to be honest, looked like a very thin fit woman, but she was telling a story of for the past year or something, she had committed to only doing 10 minutes of exercise every day. So she did every day so that she didn't have to go with the like, that's the thing about saying something three times a week. Then you're like, I don't, did I do it today? What this, that? And like, do I do it today or tomorrow? Like, so there's no decision fatigue. You're just like, I'm doing it. But she only allowed herself to do 10 minutes because she was like, if she did more, even if she's like feeling good and she wants to do more, then her body feels more, you know, like burnt out and she ends up like needing more recovery time. So, but I think that she was like traveling the world too. And so she was eating mostly at restaurants and stuff like that. Um, not, you know, cooking your own meals and this. But so I think she was like walking a lot. Like obviously, you know, she was living places where she was walking a lot but I don't think she put a gauge on like how much she had to walk. But so it was 10 minutes of strength training daily. That was what the exercise was that she was committed to. So 10 minutes of strength, whether it was, you know, arms, abs, whatever, legs. So she committed to doing 10 minutes and it was just like, because she did it every day, then she just knew that was what she did every day and made it happen. And she like, again, she was a, the picture was a current picture, but she was a thin, but she said she lost like, a good amount of weight in this. So she was probably already a smaller person. But I just found that so interesting. Like the just 10 minute idea was like so interesting to me because my body, like I exercise because how it makes me feel physically and mentally. But of course, like, yeah, I want to be a more more comfortable in my, in my clothes. Um, I would love to be smaller than I am, but I'm not going to, you know, Uh, starve myself or exercise myself like crazy to do that. But I just thought it was interesting because, yeah, I definitely will have the like fatigue of like, oh, this feels so good. I'm going to keep going and I'm push myself or whatever. And like, oh, that felt so good today. And I forgot how good that, you know, that workout feels. So I'm going to do it tomorrow and the next day. And then I'm like, <laughs> then my body is like exhausted. And so I was really intrigued with this idea of like the 10 minute thing. So it's even made me think like, do I cut down on some of the like cardio and just go back to like walking and try toning and just see how that feels for my body again like sure it'd be interesting of like how my body looks but i'm wondering like how my body 
would feel on a daily basis if I didn't really have the recovery because my body loves the endorphins flowing from cycling. But yeah, or even like, yeah, I do 20 minute classes often, but then I will be like, oh, I'm going for it today. I'm going to do 45 or, oh, I have time for 30. I'm going to do it. So I am even playing around with like, I wonder what it would look like if I chose 20 minute classes of spin classes and then focus more on toning. I don't know. That's like somewhat very off topic, but also just interesting. And just again, it's like giving me these ideas of trying things up to change them differently and small changes or what if focusing on less, but being intentional with it could make these big shifts in life. So that's what I got for you today. <laughs> I hope you got some of it out, some something out of it. I'm always after I finish, I'm like, what did I even say? Please again, join me with trying that three I am statement things. Oh, please again, go pre-order the book, F the shoulds, do the once. Also, I am going to start offering one-on-one coaching differently for the first time in, I want to say like at least six years, maybe longer. Um, So there's going to be different packages. For all those years, I have mainly only worked with people one-on-one with a commitment for at least six weeks. You could either six weeks or 12 weeks, and many people did the six weeks and then would end up extending. And we had one-hour calls every week, and then we were in communication every single day. And I did this because I – and it was called Manager of Integrity because I saw how often people would want to work with me. Uh, but then they wouldn't actually do the work. We would have calls and talk about all these things and have breakthroughs during the call, but then you know you call, talk to them later and things much wouldn't be different. So I wanted people to have this regular, have me like in their back pocket and for me to be checking in, hey, did you do that thing you were gonna do? Hey, how does this feel? Hey, how are you blah, blah, blah. So that for me to be poking them, to keep them in integrity with these shifts and changes that they wanted to make in their lives, but also to have the space for them to come to me when they were in a position and stuck. So then and at the end of the time, they really were shifted how they thought and we're like, you know, in my mind, they, so many people have been like, yeah, now I'm like, what would Trisha do? <laughs> like, so instead of them automatically reaching out to me, that they already are able to get their own answers in their own mind from working with me that way. And it has been so, so amazing. And I love, love, love working with people that way. But I always have um, people either that have done that and then they still want to work with me in some way or people that want to work with me, but maybe don't need or want that level of commitment. So I'm going to be creating a, some new packages where the coaching will start at $500. So different packages for one-on-one coaching. I also want to formulate, formulate a new group program where it would be either weekly calls or bi-weekly calls or monthly calls. And again, something that's not super time consuming for people, but like you come together with people and you get this like full on hour where it's not just me talking at you when I do these group programs. It's that you are also being called into like, hey, okay, what's going on for you, Sarah? Okay. And Sally, how do you feel about this? Okay. And Mary, I love that I'm like pulling out these like old school names. They might not be old school names, but it feels like I'm pulling people from like my elementary school and their parents' names. Um, So when we do the group coaching, you are in a group of people, which is inspiring too, because you end up, you know, hearing from other people's stories or they bring things up that you also feel, but you like forget, like, you're like, oh yeah, I struggle with that too. Um, But then you also get like one-on-one direct coaching in this group format. So I'm also working on that. I I really just, 
I love working with people. <laughs> I love writing the book. I love sharing podcasts. I love putting information out in the world. I love writing, you know, Instagram posts and seeing those resonate with people. But I really do like love directly working with people and being able to help them truly have breakthroughs and shifts in their daily life. I just really love that. So I'm trying to work on more ways to work with more people in a way that also gives me time to do other things and does not leave me burnt out. Because you don't want a coach who has too many clients and too many things going on, so they're not giving you their full attention and love and are excited to work with you and not like, oh no, why did I say yes to all these people? Because I love helping people, but you don't want to feel overwhelmed. And so that's also why I've been very minor, but I also have more time in my life than ever now with my kids in school full time. And now that the book, I'm going to have a lot of press for it, but I don't have like a deadline of writing an entire book in front of me. <laughs> so um, I want to be able to use my time to support more people. So um, that those options or the beginnings of those options will be announced soon. If you are interested, you can always DM me at underscore Trisha Huffman to have first access when I have things going for them or to I can even ask you, hey, okay, what are you interested in? Whatever, to try, help me try to formulate it. Or you can always email yourjoyologist at yourjoyologist.com. If you're on my newsletter, it's that email address. You can always pull up one of my newsletters or reply to it or just type that in. You can also go to my website where there's a contact me. Thank you so, so much for listening, for showing up for yourself, for pre-ordering the book. And OMG, I just forgot. I just remembered. Before I forgot, I was going to sign off. Um, and I remembered I do have the ask me anything back option. And I got one right in. So I'm going to answer that one before we sign up says, I'm a single mom of two, and I just started a new job right before COVID. School for the kids and work at home is really challenging as my job constantly feels I am not pulling my weight, though I've been working more hours at odd times just to get everything done. This pandemic has made me so busy with work and school, it doesn't feel right, and my own health is not where it should be. But I am working with a therapist to get myself straight. How can I navigate this time as sometimes my boss has made me feel like I always do not hold up their expectations and I get the impression I may never be able to uphold them. Okay, that's a lot. And I'm so happy that you are working with a therapist. That's huge. And it shows, you know, that's what I was going to say. You have to pay attention to your mental health and you're juggling a lot right now. Um, so it's so great that you are talking to a therapist. It sounds like your boss, you know, might be someone who just will never fully like understand. And like, you know, like you could probably be meeting everything that they wanted and they likely would just give you more. I don't know if that's true, but here's the thing. It's, you're probably like, sure, I would love to find a new job. And I make up that's probably not easy for you or doable for right now. Of course, I just want to, of course, open that option then. Can you start to look for another job? And at the same time, you're going to have to create boundaries with your boss. And this means more about you and how you relate to your boss. So seeing that even if they are sending you these messages or feeling like you're not, hey, where's this, blah, 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 you're not doing this, that you have to keep yourself 
confident and be like, I'm doing the best I can. Like, okay, to not answer those emails when they're coming in at these certain times or whatever is happening. And to what I mean, the boundary with your boss, you might actually need to set boundaries of like, yeah, maybe they are emailing you after hours or something or asking you to to do more than is what is in your job um, title or whatever it may be. But it may just be like creating a boundary yourself personally with how you relate to your boss and just seeing that this is my boss and they are always going to be demanding too much of me or wanting more. And I'm going to consistently show up and do my job as best as I can. So that is where I think you might need to be spending more time. Um, it also, you know, I don't know what your personal life is look like. It's a lot with work and school and single mom, like seeing if there's any way to ask for support, period. Um, you know, if, even if it's like a mom exchange with like another mom uh, that your kids go to school with and seeing if like you can have a play date exchange, you know, whether it's after school or on the weekend so that you have some time to yourself to decompress, to rest, not to try to catch up on work, but some time for you to actually be a little bit restored. Because we can tend to be like, oh, I have time, so let me do more work, more work, more work. But if you are burnt out, then you're not really getting more work done. So it feels like counteractive or not productive, but seeing where you can give yourself more space to nurture yourself, to relax, and, you know, creating even some like self-care routines into your day, which that, you know, it's just sort of even like taking, you know, a five minute walk around the block, like giving yourself some time and some space to be able to reset so that while you are living through this period of your life, which also to remember like this period of your life is not permanent. You're not going to have this job for this boss forever. You're not going to be feeling as tense with the school and your kids and COVID forever. So knowing that this is just where you are in your life right now, but seeing where can you give yourself more space. Like I said, and seeing things, it's like asking for play date exchange, um, you know, seeing where you can actually do things. And it might be uncomfortable at first. We are not, many of us, used to asking for us to help and support. But seeing it as that way, it was like, oh, we'll do a play date exchange, meaning uh, this weekend you have my kids for a couple hours. Next week I'll take yours for a couple hours. So something like that where you can see that you are going to be getting receiving support, but then the other person will getting something too, even if that is just that they get the feeling of helping you out and supporting you. A lot of people love to support other people and we don't give them the opportunity to because we want to believe, I got this. I don't want to be a burden to anyone. People probably want to help you. But if the reality is you can't find that in your life, see, create these like opportunities for yourself or then also just create some opportunities for your kids to be like distracted so you can have your own time. Like don't be afraid to be like, here kids, I'm going to put a movie on, you know, Saturday morning, that's what we do. We You watch a movie and then I like take a Epsom salt bath <laughs> or something that you want to do for yourself. I hope that helps. Um, and again, I'm so glad that you are talking with a therapist and you are going to make this through this time in your life. 
All right, wrapping up the episode. Finally, you can find more me at yourdrialogist.com, trishahuffman.com, at underscore Trisha Huffman. Please go order my book. And if you already have, collect your bonuses, f the shoulds, do the ones.com.